Welcome to the All Things Protest Podcast. I'm Olivia Lynch, and I'm joined today by Christian Curran and Rob Sneckenberg. We're going to talk today about the end of the government fiscal year. So as always happens in September, lots of contracts are being awarded as agencies are trying to spend their money for the prior fiscal year, and everybody's also planning for the coming of the new fiscal year when many awards will be made right at the beginning of October. And so we wanted to highlight the importance of remaining vigilant of opportunities that are becoming available, as well as the protest triggers that would be associated with challenging them. And to kick us off, I think we'll cover two recent decisions today. The first one will be Prudential Protective Services, LLC. That's B418869. And this is a decision from just last month involving a short-term sole source task order for protective security officer services. And we highlight this decision because the protester challenged that short-term sole source, and the agency responded by saying that the protest was untimely because the protester knew or should have known more than 10 days earlier that it would be proceeding with that contracting vehicle. Now, the protester responded that the agency had not posted a notice of the intended sole source to the website, the GSA eBuy website, where the protester would have expected to see it. However, the agency responded and GAO agreed that the notice was properly posted on beta.sam.gov, which is the single official government-wide point of entry. And thus, by having the notice posted there, that created constructive notice that the protester knew or should have known of the intended award, and thus the protester was on its clock to file a GAO protest. So this is just another recent example of the importance of beta.sam.gov and of monitoring postings there and staying on top of it. That is the official government-wide point of entry, and you really need to monitor upcoming events, awards, solicitations, sole sources, the sources sought notice. Keep your eyes peeled for things that might affect you and set alerts as well so that you don't miss any protest windows, especially now at the end of the fiscal year when there are lots of such announcements. To sift through, it's important that you do so. Thanks, Rob. And we're going to turn to Christian to talk about a really unique situation that came to light in a a recent GAO decision under the name Candor. So, Christian, what was so unique about what happened with the solicitation issuance in this protest? So, the Candor case, which is B41868.2, relates to a Department of Labor solicitation, actually, relates to two Department of Labor solicitations issued under NIH's CIO SP3 contract vehicle. And the two solicitations were apparently for the same thing, but one was issued as a set aside and one was not. Obviously, this created a lot of confusion with offerors. And so offerors asked clarifying questions to the agency to try to figure out what was going on. After getting those questions, the agency made it clear that they weren't going to restrict the procurement only to small businesses because they said there was just going to be one award between the two solicitations. After that, eventually, the agency canceled the set-aside procurement, and Candor protested that decision saying the procurement should be set aside. GAO ultimately found Candor's protest to be untimely, though, because GAO found that Candor should have been on notice at the time of the amendment, where the amendment said that there would only be one award, that supposedly was enough to put Candor and other offerors on notice 
that the agency was going to move ahead with their procurement, not as a set-aside, because obviously you had unrestricted offerors also competing for that same award. So it looks like from the decision that between DOL's issuance of the amendment, stating that they were only going to make one award, and Candor's protest, another small business offer protested to GAO challenging the acquisition strategy in these procurements. Ultimately, that offer withdrew their protest after DOL indicated that it was going to cancel the small business set-aside award. And it was only after the protest was withdrawn that Candor filed its protest with GAO. And so something just for folks to think about there, just because you see a challenge on GAO's docket from another interested offerer in a procurement, it doesn't mean that they're necessarily making the same arguments that you would or that they would necessarily resolve their protest in the same way that you would want the protest to be resolved. And so it's really incumbent upon each offerer to make all the challenges that they think they might have regarding a particular procurement or acquisition decision and not count on the fact that someone else has filed to protect your rights. Because as we can see in this case, once the other offer withdrew and Candor tried to challenge the cancellation of the set-aside, it was too late at that point for Candor to do so. Thanks, Olivia. That's a very important point, and you're exactly right. And this just really, again, underscores our theme today of vigilance. Had Candor protested when the other small business offeror had protested, they may have been able to take it forward differently. But unfortunately, waiting until the formal cancellation came down was just too late. But that was certainly a unique case. So thanks for bringing it to our attention. And with that, we'd like to thank you all for listening to the All Things Protest podcast. The All Things Protest podcast is brought to you by Kroll & Mooring LLP. You can find more information at kroll.com slash allthingsprotest.